SBS Radio. Jamie Law, Chief Executive Officer of the National Native Council, is joining us on NITV Radio in the aftermath of the federal government's challenge of a high court ruling that had determined that a New Zealand-born man could not be deported from Australia because he identified as Indigenous. Jamie Law, what is your reaction to this challenge? Well, I guess for the listeners out there, the previous high court decision found that Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander people can't be aliens in this country. Critical finding uh, made by the High Court uh, four to three um, a couple of years ago. Now, in the Montgomery case, as you've rightly pointed out, um, the man asserts he's been adopted by the mob and the Commonwealth Government has used this case, new High Court matter, um, of deportation, migration to... Uh, as an opportunity to re-examine the finding of Love Thomas to Aboriginal men. Um, you know, the government wanted to deport them and they got to stay here in this country. Of course, it's a matter of great concern to the, to the Native Title Council, myself as an Aboriginal man as well, that the government is trying to deport Aboriginal people. We know that we have sovereign, we are sovereign citizens of the nation and our sovereignty hasn't been ceded in this country. Mabo found that we had a continued culture, um, connected culture in this country, which predates the assertion of British British sovereignty by about 100,000 years. This can't be overlooked. The case of Love Thomas confirmed that we are unique to other Australians and belong here. The belonging to country is fundamental to our existence and overrides legal instrument citizenship. It's absurd to think that we could be regarded regarded as aliens in our own country. The federal government reopening the High Court ruling of Rob Thomas is an act of violence to our people and an act of racism, and it's the equivalent return to the doctrine of terra nullius, which the colonisers overlooked our, our existence, which, of course, was overturned in the, in the Marbo um, matter um, back in the 80s and 90s. It's 18th century simulation policy, politics in the 21st century. So, of course, we're asserting um, what we're asserting has been in the matter of high importance to First Nations people in the country. Yeah, you argue that uh, this uh, federal government's uh, challenge is an act of violence and uh, racism. And joining you in this um, approach are the Mananjali people, the very people who adopted Mr. Montgomery and recognised him as of one of their own. Uh, they're outraged and uh, claim that uh, if the government's uh, challenge was to be successful, that would be a step backwards. And uh, there's a wide range of condemnation as well from uh, within the community of this uh, challenge by the government. And they see it as a government trying to do whatever it can to deport Mr. Montgomery. But the government on its side, argues that Mr. Montgomery fails important criteria to be considered as Aboriginal, claiming that based on the Mabo decision to be considered as Indigenous, a person must identify as Indigenous, be recognised by other Indigenous people as Indigenous, and have biological descent. To me, this whole argument sounds like a collision of two different legal systems. On one hand, the indigenous determination of indigeneity versus the federal government's way of determining indigeneity or its own interpretation 
even more so the determination of uh, citizenship and the right to stay in the country comes into play. They might argue that's Montgomery, but they're also trying to argue and then reopen the decision which was made in regard to Love Thomas. So that's, a, that's also a critical point. These are two men that actually passed the three-limb test of Aboriginality and Torres Strait Islander people within the nation of Australia. That's, I guess, a critical threshold point for us, which we are trying to kind of save and lock down on. Um, and, of course, there's, there's further arguments arise around um, First Nations people, law and custom, and their ability to adopt other people into their community. But that goes to other points and other, and other questions. Um, but it should be the mob deciding who the mob are as a, as a fundamental um, point I need to make. So in the High Court over the last couple of days, these points have been argued um, and uh, points have been asserted. But it comes back, as you, as you pointed out, to the fundamental question of who actually gets to, gets to decide who is part of a group and who isn't. And that should be the First Nations group deciding who is part of their people and who isn't part of their people. We should be able to make those decisions. Um, that, that, that's not a government decision to make around Aboriginality or extensions of Aboriginality. Now, the hearing was uh, on Wednesday. Any indication of when the High Court will rule on this case? Uh, what is the likely timeline? Uh, we're not sure when the, um, when the decision will be handed down. Um, these matters can take some time uh, for decisions to be determined. Uh, so yeah, there's no kind of we have no kind of line side of how how quick or how slow that 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 will move. The high court will move on this. Mr. Law, I know you're very busy answering all the media calls in the sidelines of this hearing. But before I let you go, anything you'd like to add? Uh, I think that's probably all I need to kind of state at this stage. Um, once the um, high court proceeding kind of concluded, uh, we might have some more to add. I think. Jamie Law, Chief Executive Officer of the Net- National Native Council. Thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us and answering our questions. Thank you very much. Want to hear more stories like this? Listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.